If you're working with an advisor or you're a do-it-yourselfer, it's important to have a good understanding of the strategies being used to help you get to retirement. On today's show, some investing strategies for retirement, all that and more right here on Elevate Your Wealth. And now, Elevate Your Wealth with Mark Stinson and Casey Elkins. Welcome into Elevate Your Wealth, hosted by Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and a little bit of a bullet point here. We only have Casey Elkins this week, Mark Stimson on assignment. So Casey going solo. Now, also want to remind you too, that if you want to check it out, if you want to kick the tires, there's a great website. Check out Elevated Financial Management's website. It's all letters, EFMNW.com. That's EFMNW.com. And again, you can always check out the TV show by the same name, Elevate Your Wealth. All right, let's get into this. There's more to investing than just checking the old stock ticker, right? There are several investment strategies that really come into play. So we kind of want to go through some do's and some don'ts for investing for retirement. Let's do a do first. Casey, you got to have a philosophy. You really do. Um, I think this is something that that so many people overlook. Um, creating a, a, an investing strategy on the fly, if you will, um, as you watch the news, as you watch uh, Money Week or whatever it is, um, if you're creating your investing strategy as you just watch things and you hear things coming up, that's going to be a, a recipe for disaster. Um, really, you've got to understand um, what is comfortable for you, what really can be a true benefit to you, and write it down. Have an understanding of what your investing philosophy is, how you see things, how you see the market. Um, and so that way you really have uh, you start anyways to have a plan for the future. Uh, you don't want to make reactionary type decisions as things start to become troubling in the market, which we're going to talk more about. You want to have this established after you've sat down, you've done some research, and you've thought about it. Elevate Your Wealth, the program you're tuned to, Seattle. We have Casey Elkins going solo today, Mark Stimson on assignment. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. See where you are in your retirement planning process. And maybe you haven't started planning. This is a great opportunity to kind of kick the tires. Or you're in the middle of something. You've got a lot of questions. You're not getting feedback. Maybe that communication's just not there. And you've, you've got questions. Get a second opinion. Grab one of the spots on the calendar. We're going to make those available here in just a little bit. So, again, kind of talking about the do's and don'ts for investing for retirement. So that first do is just have a philosophy. And to build on that, we have another do. Have a repeatable philosophy that also grows, evolves with you. Yeah, um, I, I think this is something that that really, again, this this piece of the puzzle gets overlooked quite a bit. Um, your philosophy needs to be repeatable um, so that you can rely on it, use it as a foundation for your plans. Um, you'll need to be able to use it when the market is up, when the market is down. It needs to last for the long term. Um, but this is really key. It has to be able to evolve or, or you have to be able to evolve your philosophy as time goes on. And we're going to caveat that because... Uh, what we're talking about is making adjustments as it's appropriate in the investing market, in the investing world. 
Um, as new opportunities become available, we want to be open to them. But we have to be careful not to just jump in and out. And as we mentioned, make reactionary decisions. They want to, we, we want these things to be calculated. We want to understand the adjustments that we're making um, and have that be part of our plan and have it be thoughtful and methodical, um, not something that we just have a knee-jerk reaction to. So you don't want to chase fads. Uh, you don't want to go after anything that seems like a flash in the pan. Uh, it's a balance of being reliant on your strategy and your plan, while at the same time, uh, keeping flexibility and being willing to adapt to new research uh, and new investing tools that may uh, become available. We are talking retirement. We do it each and every week here on Elevate Your Wealth with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. We also give you an opportunity to get on their calendar. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Put their 42 years of combined experience to work for you. And again, they are certified financial fiduciaries. Again, Mark is on assignment this week. Casey Elkins flying solo. Uh, we are talking do's and don'ts of investing for retirement. Let's move to a don't. And you've kind of kind of hinted and kind of touched on this just already. Uh, but, you know, if you are questioning, you know, you look at your plan and it's volatile, times are crazy. You know, the word is don't panic. So, you know, stay in it. Don't freak out. You've already kind of talked about that. You need to kind of stay steady, but don't question your plan during volatility. Yeah, and I, I appreciate you bringing it up that way, Morgan, because um, we, we have talked about it. And ultimately, the reason I've kind of already alluded to it is because it, it ties in with, with everything that we're going to talk about today. Uh, you have to have a philosophy. It has to be repeatable. You need to be able to evolve, but you have to be balanced in your approach because you do not want to overreact when volatility presents itself in the market. Now, um, we're going to caveat that as well with the idea that um, moving out of the market or moving into cash when things are very volatile, as we've seen lately, that may not necessarily be a bad thing. It may be a very good thing. But is it part of your plan? And that's really the question. If you have a plan, if you have a philosophy that you've put together, and it is part of the philosophy, part of the plan to lessen your risk and to move to cash or move to safer investments as the uh, the market starts to struggle and be volatile like it has, then that's okay. But we don't want to not have a plan um, and just, again, make knee-jerk reactions. And at the same time, we also don't want to have a plan that we know is something we can count on for the future. We've We've run the scenarios, we've built out this retirement plan, and then as soon as something happens like volatility in the market, we throw that plan out the window and we just we just have a reaction to it. So uh, we really want to plan. Uh, we want to be proactive, not reactive. And this is where we have to be so careful when it comes to the volatility. Um, if you watch the news and you watch money shows and different things like that, you're going to hear about it a lot. Um, and that's okay. But we also have to keep those things in check and understand that to some extent, volatility uh, can be our friend if it's volatile to the upside. And at the same time, volatility is expected to a certain degree inside the investing world, especially in the market. So uh, really, it's a balanced approach between all of these things that we're talking about to make sure that we have something reliable that we can count on. Do's and don'ts when it comes to investing for retirement. One, it's a do. Have a philosophy. That second do, have a repeatable philosophy that grows with you, evolves with you. And then the don't. If you're questioning your plan during volatility, don't go there. Stay calm. Stay the course. And here's another one. Another don't. Don't expect your plan to outperform the market. 
Yeah, wouldn't that be nice, right? Ah. Um, if we could, <laughs> if we could all plan on uh, our uh, our strategy or our plan to outperform the market, I tell you what: if you could find that consistently every year, you outperform the market. Every dollar that's out there in the world would be invested into that particular um, platform or um, fund or whatever we'd like to call it. And so, it's important to keep our uh, expectations in check. Um, there may be some years that you do outperform the market, and that's great. Celebrate that, and that's awesome. Um, but we want to be realistic and understand that that is likely the exception, not the rule. Um, we are not always looking to outperform the market, especially when it comes to retirement. Um, typically, we're going to take a different approach when it comes to our retirement assets and understand that uh, we're moving, we're, we're, we're changing our mindset, we're shifting how we view our dollars. We're going to rely on those now for income. Uh, we're, not, we're no longer contributing to those accounts. We're now starting to live on those accounts. And with that, we need to be able to count on those dollars. And so um, we, we may make some adjustments to protect the money that you've already built, um, which can mean that you're going to expect more conservative growth for some of your dollars. And so that would lead to the idea of not expecting to outperform the market. Um, of course, we all want to capture as much side, upside as we can. Uh, but we have to be careful not to take too much risk. Um, and so realistically, again, it all comes down to the plan. Do you have a plan that shows you that with conservative returns, you will be taken care of from an income perspective into the future? Um, and that's that's why income is is one of our top five things that we look at for each and every client, because we have got to understand how that's going to affect us in retirement. You know, just keeping the plan in mind and, and folks, it needs to be on the forefront. You need to be working on it. You need to be working with professionals, working with fiduciaries. There's going to be that opportunity to get on the calendar with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins at Elevated Financial Management. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. That's coming up. We're talking about right now do's and don'ts for investing for retirement. We've talked about a number of do's and a number of don'ts already. Here are a couple of do's we'll close out with. You know, keep your biases in check. I mean, you really need to have an open mind when it comes to planning, because I think a lot of people go into planning, Casey, and they, they, they kind of have their mind set on something. And it might not be correct, but you really need to keep your biases in check. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And this, is, this applies in, in almost every scenario in life, but especially in investing, um, because we can become so focused on something. Um, that we have uh, a confirmation bias. So we're expecting to see something. And the one time that does happen, that proves it to us. And, and that, that means that we're always right. Not recognizing that there are five or six or eight or 10 other scenarios where our bias was actually wrong, but we've kind of uh, inadvertently turned a blind eye to those things. So we have to really pay attention to our own filters in our minds and how we see things to make sure that we're having a, a true um, look at everything without those rose-colored glasses. The last do, and we talk about this on a weekly basis, understand that your plan, that your strategy is going to be unique to you, needs to be unique to you. It, it has to be. It absolutely has to be. If there is something that we talk about every single time we talk with a client, that we teach a retirement class, we, we're on the radio, we talk about on TV, it's that your plan is unique to you. Your situation is unique to you. And it needs to be that way because nobody else is you. Nobody has the exact dollar amounts that you have and um, has the uh, thinking that you do and has the experience that you do. You're your own person and your plan has to support you as an individual and be built out specifically for what you're looking in the future. So don't get caught up 
in water cooler talk or what your Uncle Joe says or anything like that, have a true plan that's customized just for you. All right. How are you doing with your do's and don'ts for investing for retirement? Now's the time to act. We have five calendar positions at Elevated Financial Management. You can meet with Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, and their team. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Casey, what's going to happen for these five calendar spots? Well, we've been talking about do's and don'ts. And so with that, we will review these do's and don'ts with you in our retirement readiness review that we do for each and every person that walks through our doors. Uh, and with that, we're going to look at a few main areas. One, we're going to consider your income. How's your income look for retirement? Is it reliable? Is there opportunity to increase it? We'll consider taxes. How's that going to factor into your retirement? What about investments? Are they appropriate? Are they comfortable? Do you understand how they work? Uh, finally, we'll look at uh, long-term care, look at health care, and then estate, estate and legacy planning, making sure that what you have left passes properly to the next generation. We have five positions for that retirement readiness review. Call this number now and book 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Again, no cost, no obligation. There is no pressure. This is about your retirement, folks. Retirement readiness review available right now. 866-668-3625. Call that number. Book one of those five appointments. When we come back on Elevate Your Wealth, we spend most of our lifetime getting ready for retirement, and we need to make sure that we're prepared, as prepared as possible. So we wanted to take a look at four financial gaps that can have a negative impact on that all-important retirement plan. That's coming up next. back with Elevate Your Wealth, hosted by Casey Elkins. He's going solo, Mark Stimson, on assignment this week. Between Mark and Casey, 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their golden years, ready for their retirement. Certified financial fiduciaries, both of them. And folks, this is very, very important. When you are sitting down and you're thinking about your future, you need to work with professionals. You need to work with someone that does this on a daily basis and work out your retirement plan. And there are so many moving parts. We talk about puzzle pieces so many times on this program. It's a great analogy uh, to kind of paint that picture for you on what all goes into retirement. There are a lot of pieces to it. So make sure you have them all. Make sure they fit snugly together. And when you step back from your puzzle, that's your retirement. We're going to give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Mark and Casey and their team at Elevated Financial Management. And it's no cost, no obligation, no pressure. Talk about where you are in your planning process. Maybe you haven't started. That's okay. You can get started with this meeting. Or you might be in the middle of something and you need a second opinion. One of these appointments can be for you as well. We'll open up those appointments here shortly. So there are four major financial gaps that can have a very just a serious impact on your retirement planning. So we wanted to kind of take a closer look at all of them and just see how we can improve, all right? So the first gap, Casey, that financial knowledge gap. We talk about education a lot here, and obviously this one falls into this category. Yeah, you know, Morgan, you bring up education, um, and that that really is what, what we focus on day in and day out. That's why we've focused our practice uh, specifically on education is because the financial knowledge gap is huge. That's what we see. Uh, so many folks don't understand their own uh, personal finance uh, like they want to, um, like they should. There's just not a lot of education out there 
uh, supporting personal finance. Now, it is becoming uh, more and more common. We are seeing some more resources for that, and we'll talk about those things. But um, ultimately, so many folks just feel that they don't have a good grasp on their finances. And at the end of the day, for those listening at home, if you feel embarrassed about that, so does everybody else that doesn't have a good grip on it. And I just want you to know it's okay. Um, It's a disservice, we think, in the financial world that there's not the education that there should be. And that's why Mark and myself have have gone so far out of our way to really focus on that education piece Uh, in an environment that's that's easy. uh, There's no pressure. We just do our best to help people understand where they're at what their options are and how can that can be improved. And so closing that financial knowledge gap is really the the first step in the right direction. We want everybody to understand where they're at and then what their potential options are moving forward so they can make an informed decision and something that, that gives them confidence in retirement. That's that's really key, right, Morgan, is, is to understand where you're at, to feel comfortable about it, and to feel confident when you make a decision with the advice of a professional uh, that, that that's going to work out the way that you want. Yeah, I, I think you brought up one of the biggest hurdles for most people, just in my opinion, it's the comfort level. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is your retirement. These are your finances. Uh, people don't just throw that out on the table and start talking about it. I mean, they have to feel very comfortable with uh, whom they're meeting with, uh, who they're planning with as they move towards their retirement. So having that financial knowledge gap, but working with a team that has the knowledge as well and can share that knowledge and give you that ease of mind mm-hmm. as you move through your planning process. I mean, we talk about just the the comfort level uh, that it needs to be at uh, because this is your future. I mean, you want to feel good about it as you head down that path towards retirement. So that financial knowledge gap, you know, working with a, a Mark Stimson and a Casey Elkins and their team at Elevated Financial Management, you know, that's that ease of mind. You're working with someone that's been down this road before. But remember, every road is going to be individually based or couple based depending on retirement. So your road's going to be different than your neighbors. So you, yeah. need, you need to make sure that plan is customized to you. So, you know, talking about these these major financial gaps, these four major financial gaps. So the knowledge gap we've talked about. Casey, this next one, it's the resources. You mentioned it earlier, but the financial resources gap, this is where you have that conversation. You got to figure those things out. Yeah, you know, um, it, this is just as important um, as, as actual financial um, resources or that knowledge, I should say. Uh, an individual may may think about it and establish that they need a million dollars, let's say, when they retire at 67. Uh, that knowledge is really only useful if you're able to earn and save consistently throughout your career to accumulate and build a nest egg of that size. Uh, and that's the financial resources gap. For many people, uh, it could be larger and more difficult to overcome than the knowledge gap uh, when we think about that. So we we really have to have Uh, an understanding of what our trajectory is when we're thinking about saving, when we're thinking about how much we put into our 401k um, and how much we can balance what we live off now versus how much we put away for the future. That's that's always the big question is uh, many folks find themselves kind of stuck in this spot where, well, I need the income now, um, but, but I also know I need to save for the future. And so very commonly, people live to the amount that they receive a paycheck for. If you if you get a paycheck for eight thousand dollars a month, most people spend seventy five hundred dollars of it, if not eight thousand. And so, uh, you, you really want to pay yourself first to try and close that resource gap in the future to make sure that you do have those assets um, and and really plan for tomorrow. But at the same time, 
we also want to have a balance where we can enjoy our life in the meantime as well. And that's really where understanding what we're saving, how that's going to look 10, 15, 20 years from now. And at the same time, having realistic expectations as to what the market will provide us from a return standpoint. Um, I see so many folks that have this belief that the market's going to average them 10 or 12% on an annual basis. And uh, I'd be happy to, to sit down and show you the math that that's not historically accurate, uh, especially when we take into consideration a number of different financial issues that have come up in the market, 2000, 2008, what we're dealing with right now, 2022. Uh, but ultimately, the the key being that we, we want to understand where we're going and how we're going to get there. Tell you, folks, just having a plan, uh, that, that comfort level that we're talking about, you know, working with a team uh, to make sure that, you know, your map, your roadmap to your uh, retirement is, is one you feel good about. Elevate Your Wealth, the program you're listening to, of course, hosted by Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Mark is on assignment this week. Casey Elkins uh, flying solo, doing a great job talking about the four major financial gaps. We've gotten through two of them. We'll remind you that there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management, where Mark and Casey and their team are every single day working on retirement. You can get on their calendar, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. Talk about where you are uh, with your retirement planning process. Talk about maybe, you know, are there any gaps uh, in your, your current situation when it comes to retirement planning? We have been talking about the four major financial gaps, the financial knowledge gap, the financial resources gap we have covered, and we're getting cerebral on you. We're, we're digging deep. We get it. Uh, but think about this one, too, the financial perception gap. Yeah, uh, um, I, I think this is a, this is really important. Maybe one that really could be easily overlooked when you think about financial planning. But um, perceptions about finances play a significant role uh, in retirement preparation. And, and just to kind of maybe illustrate that point, um, if you're married, think about when you were first married. Um, maybe it's husband and wife, whatever the circumstance may be. But uh, that is one of the biggest fights when it comes to marriages. Studies have shown that the biggest fight in marriages is over money. And realistically, what that boils down to is perception, right? Uh, one person was raised in one way, uh, the other was raised in a different way. They both love each other, but they have different viewpoints on money. And so that social, uh, that psychological approach to how we view our retirement and how we view saving our money is so important. Uh, preparing for retirement is a decades-long endeavor, uh, requires lots of uh, dedication, um, it requires some discipline, and some true planning. And so uh, having a, a realistic approach where we can take a look at ourselves and be disciplined, be self-disciplined, and and take a true analysis of where we're at along that uh, along that journey is really important, so that we can see how we think about things. We can see how we think about saving. Uh, so many think that well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing that next year, and well, you say that 10, 15, 20 years in a row, and pretty soon you're a lot closer to retirement than you thought with a really small nest egg, and so then you got a lot of runway to make up. So it's important to to understand what your perceptions are, to understand those filters that are kind of already in your mind um, so that you can have a, a true realistic approach on what's coming down the line. We're about to open up calendar spots, elevated financial management, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. You can meet with Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, and their team and talk about your retirement situation. We have one more major financial gap to talk about. We've already hit the knowledge gap, resources gap, perception gap, and now the empowerment gap. Yeah, this is uh, this is a big one, uh, maybe one that gets talked about more lately than it ever really has in the past. But 
Um, over those three retirement preparation gaps that we've just discussed, there's a, a lot of long-term planning. Um, we've got to regulate our own behaviors, uh, even involving our money over the decades, of, as we've just discussed. Uh, but very commonly, the assumption is that, okay, I'm I'm going to choose to retire at maybe 65, uh, and that's kind of what I'm shooting for. And we see that there's just not a lot of planning surrounding that. Uh, it seems like people are just kind of hoping that happens through osmosis. They've decided they're going to retire at 65, but they really maybe don't start putting a plan together until they're 60, 62, or maybe even right before they turn 65. And so you've got to be empowered to sit down and think about this, to put the effort in, to have a true philosophy on what you want retirement to look like, and, and have the courage to have this conversation with a professional. Um, we see that this type of uh, financial empowerment gap or that financial empowerment that we're talking about, uh, there's a movement called the FIRE movement, F-I-R-E, Financial Independence Retire Early. We see that more and more common with the younger generations. Um, but that requires them to start this type of planning at a much younger age. Um, they're they're really putting in the work at, in their 30s, uh, maybe even in their 20s, to be able to save this money, have a plan for the future, and see what that's going to play out and look like. But if you're if you're older than that, if you're in your 50s, late 50s, early 60s, you're approaching retirement. Um, empower yourself to have this conversation with a professional. Empower yourself to sit down and have a true look at your finances. Don't just leave it to chance. This is too important to just hope that it happens through osmosis. Grab the bull by the horns and really figure out what's going on. All right. Now's your chance to jump in the pen and grab that bull by the horns right now. We have five positions on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management. You can meet with Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, and their team. Casey, what's going to happen for these five callers? Well, this is our retirement readiness review, and we call it that because that's exactly what it is. Are you truly ready for retirement? Ask yourself that. Uh, those that take advantage of this are going to get a deep dive into their risk. We're going to also look into the fees inside of your accounts, determine what you're paying, and the real risk of your holdings. What type of risk are you truly taking? Then we'll look at the tax efficiency of your investments, see if there's an opportunity to lower your taxes, not just now, but over 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years. We'll also look at the impact of inflation. You have got to understand how inflation is going to impact your plans and your retirement dreams. Then we're going to consider the correlation of your assets and the reliability of your income. And, and finally, that important piece too, making sure that we determine the right timing for Social Security. So don't hesitate to pick up the phone and give us a call. All right, we got five spots. Retirement readiness review available right now. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. 866-668-3625. Call that number now. 866-668-3625. Coming up, there's no question that life can be stressful at times and managing it is key. On today's show, we're going to show you how to diagnose and treat your financial portfolio stress. That's coming up next. Elevate Your Wealth, hosted by Casey Elkins and Mark Stimson. 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their golden years, ready for their retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We have Casey Elkins flying solo today. 
Mark Stimson, he is on assignment. Want to remind you to a couple of things, really. Great resource website for you, efmnw.com. That's all letters, efmnw.com. And Elevate Your Wealth also on television. So check out the TV show as well. We talk the topics each and every week when it comes to retirement, but we also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. See where you are in your retirement planning process. You might be in the boat where you haven't really started. Uh, this would be a great time to kind of kickstart it, you know, see where you are. Or you're in the middle of something and you just have questions, you're not getting feedback. Man, get a second opinion, grab one of those spots. We'll make those available here in a short short. So you'll often hear us talk about Morningstar Report, right? Morningstar is a Chicago-based investment research firm, and they compile and analyze funds, stocks, uh, the general market data that's out there. And in this segment, we're going to call on Christine Benz, Morningstar's Director of Personal Finance, You'll hear from her. And these are retirement tips and and from some of her observations over the years. So we'll get to her in just a second. But again, these are from her. So this this first one, Casey, and remember this, capital preservation is the key to building wealth. Yeah, you really can't highlight that enough to tell you the truth, Morgan. Um, You know, we just, uh, for those that are listening, we just taught a retirement class out at the LeMay Museum in Tacoma. Uh, We've got one coming up at the uh, Glass Museum in Tacoma, as well as some other colleges. If you want to check us out there, please uh, go to our website. You'll be able to see more about those events. But uh, the reason I bring that up is because that's one of the main things that we talk about when we teach our retirement planning classes. Um, We've mentioned this before. I think I even spoke about it earlier today, that it's important to understand that as you approach retirement, your mindset has got to change. Um, so commonly we see that people are focused on the market and I want to get this high return in the market. And and that's good. We all, I want you to have a high return in the market, but as you approach retirement, you can no longer invest like you're 40 or 45. Uh, your timing has changed. We're going to talk more about timing, but, uh, the key to preserving, uh, or building your wealth is preserving the capital that you have. Um, think about this for a second, everybody at home, if you could invest like one person in this world, who might that be? Legendary stock investor, Warren Buffett. That that would be on the top of most people's list. Warren Buffett's got a couple of rules for you. Number one, don't lose money. That's rule number one for investing. Rule number two, don't forget rule number one. And so <laughs> we cannot highlight enough that you've, you've got to preserve the money that you've got. Um, some risk is okay, and that's acceptable if it's if it's part of the plan and it's appropriate for the plan. Um, but you've got to understand that capital preservation is about understanding the risk. Permanent loss of capital in your portfolio or extended periods of loss of capital in your portfolio are detrimental to a retirement plan. Um, you've got to sit down and understand what your actual exposure is in the market what your true um, growth potential is, but also what the loss potential is. That, that's, that's key. So many people uh, just get stuck on the growth, and that, that is great. We want the growth, but we also have to understand the other side. There's, there's two sides to every coin, and we can't just look at one, cross our fingers, and hope for the best. Uh, avoiding large losses remains a key element to building wealth. So capital preservation is the key to building wealth. We've got to get a grasp on that, get a handle on it, and truly understand that for ourselves. You're listening to Elevate Your Wealth, powered by Elevated Financial Management, where you can find our hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. 
42 years combined experience between these two. Mark's on assignment, Casey flying solo. And we're talking about Morningstar. You hear us talk about it a lot, the Morningstar Report. Uh, Christine Benz, Morningstar's Director of Personal Finance. You know, basically, I mean, you think about it, she's been covering it for years. These are just tips, you know, from her observations uh, while she's been in this business. And again, that first one, capital preservation, key to building wealth. This next one, for the future, it's worthwhile to consider annuities. I know a lot of people cringe, but you really kind of need to have an open mind, get educated. An annuity might be a good fit for the portfolio. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that, Morgan, because so many people do, right? They just get stuck in this idea. They've heard the word annuity and they were told it was bad and it's awful and uh, they really don't know much about it. Uh, Maybe just what they've heard around a water cooler or something, but they they really don't have enough details to make a true judgment. And so that word can shut a lot of people off. But I'll just encourage everybody here to to think about this for a second. You've got Morningstar. We're talking about uh, Christine from Morningstar. she she is a big name and Morningstar is a huge name. And so if we're getting this information there and they're indicating that this is something to take a look at, that it's a worthwhile investment for you um, to provide guaranteed income, then it might be time to take a second and listen and, and truly get the real details as to what an annuity can do for you. Uh, in terms of retirement, longevity or uh, basically outliving your income, outliving your assets that's one of the biggest risks in retirement is that you live beyond what your assets can support, outliving your money. Um, so where annuities come into play a role is because they provide a form of guaranteed income. Let, let's put that into perspective a little bit. Social security uh, in its purest, rawest form is an annuity. Uh, pensions, if you're lucky, to, lucky enough to have a pension, that is an annuity. That's going to pay you for the rest of your life. And so uh, looking to take some of the assets that you have in a 401k or an IRA or a non-qualified account, whatever it is, and purchasing an annuity that's going to pay you for the rest of your life, no matter what happens, no matter how long you live, that is something that is very valuable and will give you a protection into the future. Um, incorporating an annuity into the portfolio can also help to lessen the overall risk of the portfolio. And what that means is that we can now have dollars, different dollars accomplishing different things. We don't take every dollar from our paycheck and spend it all on one thing. Uh, We spread it out and those dollars accomplish some uh, different different tasks for us. Some of them are used to pay for the roof over our heads. Some of them are used to feed us. Some of them are for fun. And that's the same with our retirement planning. We can break out our dollars and use some of them to provide guaranteed income forever, while we now can take other dollars and potentially take a little bit more risk with some of those dollars, because we know that we're protected in our first column with all of that income that we need. And so really, it's a tool in the tool belt. Don't let the words scare you. Uh, Take the time to become educated and have that conversation. Talking Morningstar Report, and again, Chicago-based investment research firm, and they compile and analyze funds, stocks, general market data, and Christine Benz is their director of personal finance, and over the years, she's had some observations, and she's sharing them with us uh, this week, and it's one, capital preservation, key to building wealth. Uh, It's also worthwhile to look at, possibly consider an annuity if it's a good fit for your portfolio. Get educated. It might be a good fit in there. And this next one is about time horizon. So let's bring her in. Again, this is Christine Benz talking about just the importance of knowing the numbers. 
you have a slightly longer time horizon, say three years or more, you can invest in high quality bonds or a high quality bond fund. You're taking more risks, certainly, but you'll have the potential for higher returns than you can earn with cash. Young investors with no imminent need to spend their money absolutely should have more in stocks, whereas investors getting close to retirement will want to earmark more for cash and bonds. Okay, again, Christine Benz, Morningstar's Director of Personal Finance, uh, talking about that time horizon, Casey, how important it is to kind of know where you are, and that will kind of lead you in the direction you need to go. Time-wise. Yeah, time, timing is everything. It really is. Uh, and this is, unfortunately, the most common pitfall that we see. Uh, people don't get serious about retirement planning until they're in their 50s. Uh, they want to retire in 10 or 15 years. Now, not that that isn't doable. It is. Um, but let's think about that. Um, if you were planning on going on a road trip uh, or maybe just taking a flight somewhere, going on a trip of any kind, um, if you were to plan that trip six months in advance, well, that means you've got six months worth of time to adjust as things come up. Maybe something happens wherever you're going to go visit is going to be closed. They're going to have an event. Okay, well, you got six months to make adjustments and maybe re, uh, reallocate or readjust and make sure that it doesn't totally blow up your trip. Well, it's the same with retirement. If we're planning our retirement 10 years before we're supposed to retire, we've got 10 years, which sounds like a lot, but if we're really only building assets for 10 years, that's not nearly as long as, let's say, had we started when we were 30 and we had 30 years of assets put away. And so if we've got that longer time horizon, that just gives us more ability to adjust. It gives us different levers that we can pull uh, to make sure that we continue to stay on track. It gives us more options. And so don't hesitate to take advantage of that. Uh, for those of you that are listening and at a younger age, now's the time. Absolutely do it. For those of you that are listening and are closer to retirement, um, if you haven't have if you haven't really um, taken the bull by the horns, like we said earlier, if you haven't uh, grabbed onto this and really started saving, now's the time to do it. Do the best that you can and work with somebody to really have a plan and understand what this is going to look like. I tell you, I think it's so important to to really plan this out. And let's say uh, you're not. Uh, that youngster, uh, you're headed towards retirement at a little bit more rapid pace, right? You're in your 50s. You haven't done much. Uh, we're talking about uh, Christine Benz, Morningstar's Director of Personal Finance, and her retirement tips, just observations she's made over the years. And we've gotten through capital preservation is the key to building wealth, right? Uh, it's worthwhile to consider annuities and a lot of you know products that might fit well uh, into your portfolio, but work with professionals, talk about the situation and see what's a good fit for you. And you move from there. And then, you know, timing, your time horizon. Where are you on that uh, that time window and when you need to pull the trigger on retirement? How much time do you have? And here's a mistake to avoid, Casey, and I know this is one that's very concerning. So you realize you don't have a lot of time and you become way too aggressive with your allocations. Yeah, we see that a lot. Uh, folks think, okay, well, you know, I, I, I am closer to retirement. I don't have as much money as I would have hoped to have had at this point. Um, and so what do they do? They move to very aggressive uh, investments um, or maybe too heavily invested in stocks, as Christine was just mentioning. And so we have to understand that we've really got to be careful about this and make sure that it's a true plan, that we have something set up that we can count on. Uh, we do want to have some in stocks. We're, nobody's saying that we want to completely get out of stocks, but we have to be uh, tactical with our approach and make sure that the risk that we are taking, one, is truly going to pay off. 
and two is comfortable for us. We've got five calendar positions. We're going to open those up right now at Elevated Financial Management. Casey, what's going to happen for these five callers? Well, we're just talking about these do's and these don'ts. Um, and that, that's important. Think about this. Have you taken the time to sit down and understand what type of capital preservation you have inside of your portfolio? Uh, do you understand the risk that you're taking in your portfolio? How much money you could lose when the market struggles up and down? Um, do you Have you taken the time to educate yourself on an annuity and have that conversation with somebody who knows how annuities work and has a broad view of the entire investment landscape? So if you haven't done those things, if you want to find out more, don't hesitate to take us up on the Retirement Readiness Review. All right, we've got five spots. Call now, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Retirement Readiness Review, ready for you right now. 866-668-3625. Coming up on the other side, we've got question and answer. Don't go anywhere. your wealth. Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins are your hosts. The show is powered by Elevated Financial Management, where you can find both Mark, Casey, and their team. Between Mark and Casey, 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We hit the topics each and every week. This week, Mark Stimson on assignment, Casey Elkins flying solo. It's time for question and answer. Immediately following question and answer, it will be your opportunity to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management and get this, five appointments remain and they are no cost, no obligation, and there is no pressure, folks. This is about your retirement. We're here to help. So these five appointments, uh, you're going to have an opportunity to come in and talk about your retirement situation, which may be you haven't started, which is fine. You can get started. Or you're in the middle of something and you need that second opinion. You've just got too many questions. You know, come on in, get that second opinion on what you're doing. See if you're on the right path. And if you're not, that is when you pivot. So question and answer. Casey, you ready? Let's do it. All right. Muckle Teo is our first location. Robert is there. And here's the question. I have a steady stream of income, but given that I recently hit my 72nd birthday, I now need to take RMDs. I am worried about the tax spike. Is there any way to avoid this? Oh, Robert, what a common question. You are not alone um, in your in your question here. Um, what I'll say is is uh, not, not to make you feel bad in any way, but just like we were talking about just a few minutes ago before the break, um, the, the sooner that we start attacking uh, retirement planning, the sooner that we start attacking potential issues down the road, the more runway we have um, to actually deal with those things and the more planning, true planning that can be done um, to offset what those potential concerns are. And so when it comes to RMDs, um, now that you've reached your 72nd birthday, um, you do have RMDs that you've got to deal with. There's no way around them. If you don't take your RMD, you're going to have a 50% penalty. Um, so really, this I'm glad that you're thinking about this. Um, what, what, uh, what my hope is, is that we'll be able to still make some adjustments that can help you. You are going to have a tax spike. Um, but ultimately, we can look at some Roth conversion. Um, there are uh, qualified charitable uh, distributions that can be made, so QCDs. Um, but really, it's hard for me to answer it directly without kind of knowing more about you, Robert. Um, the key being here is that there, there are a couple things that can be done. Uh, we got to have a conversation surrounding them to see if they actually make sense for you, to see what the true benefit would be. 
um, when it comes down to it, there, there is going to be um, some tax implications. Uh, maybe we can make some adjustments that will lessen them, but we really have to have a conversation about that. Um, I, I wish that we had talked a few years ago because I'd be able to give us even some more ideas with uh, kind of some more concrete answers to this here uh, over the radio. But um, Robert, please take advantage of that, uh, that opportunity to, to meet with myself, to meet with Mark. Um, so that we can sit down and see what might actually make sense for you. Question and answer portion of the program always leads to even more questions. Just remember, your situation is going to be unique to you. You might be going through something that's very similar to some of these questions. Make sure your plan is customized to you. Next question up. Again, opportunity to get on the calendar to Elevated Financial Management right around the corner. We have five positions remaining this week, and we'll open this up here just in a little bit. So Kent is the next location. Betty is there. Here's the question for you. How should an individual retirement account, IRA, be managed? Allow to accumulate wealth and then pay taxes on withdrawals in retirement? That's question one. Or transfer it to a Roth IRA? Question two. Should I pay my taxes now and receive my money tax-free later? Question three. And can the taxes owed on the rollover be deducted directly from the rollover account itself? Question four. Okay, so Betty, lots of questions. I love it. I love that you're thinking about this. I love that you're taking the time uh, to to become financially empowered, like we were talking about earlier, to to truly want to get a grasp as to what your retirement's going to look like and what your options are. Um, as far as managing an IRA, uh, when it comes to the taxes, like we're talking about here, uh, again, this is very situational, um, but I'll, I'll kind of give you some general ideas. Um, in, in reality, if we know what the taxes are today, we know what the tax rate is today, um, and we can choose to pay those taxes now, with the expectation that taxes are going up in the future, I think most people are kind of on that page that taxes will be rising in the future. So if we can choose to pay taxes now at, let's say, a 12% bracket, I'm just throwing ideas out there. Let's say we could choose to pay it now at a 12% bracket. Whereas if we wait five years and pay the taxes later, not only in theory should that amount be higher because our money is growing and working for us, but the taxes may potentially be higher too. So instead of 12%, maybe it's 15 or 16% or I'm not sure what it will be. But the idea there is that, well, sure, I'd rather pay it at 12% than 15 or 16%. Uh, now, does that truly make sense for you, Betty? That, that's a question that, again, we'd have to have a specific conversation around. What about converting it to a Roth? So um, that, that would tie into that, uh, that tax calculation. Converting it to a Roth account really could be a great, uh, great approach because we're choosing to pay the taxes now. Um, and so that, that would be a great option because ultimately a Roth account, we're going to pay the taxes up front. The money's going to grow tax-free and come out tax-free in the future, but it's got to be part of the plan. We don't want to just make a knee-jerk reaction when we start talking about taxes. Um, and then I think Morgan, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm trying to remember here. She asked about, can the taxes be paid uh, from the rollover account? Is that right? Yeah. Can the taxes owed on the rollover be deducted directly from the rollover account itself? Okay. I got you. So um, Betty, let's say you have a uh, your IRA and you're thinking of rolling some of that money into a Roth account, let's say $20,000, just for example, you could roll $20,000 into the Roth account and pay the taxes from a different account, maybe from a, a checking and savings account, that would really be ideal because that would put uh, the most amount of money, that full 20000 into a Roth account, which now gives us more money to grow tax-free. 
Um, but let's say that's not the circumstance. Let's say we don't have the the other funds and checking and savings to pay the taxes with. So what we could do is uh, take that twenty thousand uh, less whatever we need to pay taxes. Let's say taxes are two thousand um, dollars on that amount, and so we'll we'll keep that two thousand, roll the other eighteen thousand into the Roth account, and use that two thousand that we kept out to pay taxes. So yes, that can be done. Uh, it, it really boils down to what your other accounts are. And what your your true options are again a conversation that would require some more uh, more detail to answer one hundred percent. I tell you, folks, it's always about planning here on Elevate Your Wealth, powered by Elevated Financial Management. Going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Immediately following our Q and A, so listen up for that opportunity. Lakewood, our next location. Angie is there. Here's the question for you, Casey. I read that 80% of married men die married, while 80% of married women, well, they die single. So I'm wondering if I should have a retirement plan that completely is separate from my husband's plan. We're both 57. We're in good health currently. What do you think? Um, Very direct answer to your question, Angie. I would say no. You do not need a plan that is 100% separate. What you do need is a spousal plan or a continuation plan. So what that means is uh, we do this for everybody because, um, as you mentioned, typically the the wife will outlive the husband, that the math supports that, the statistics support that. Um, but in, in either circumstance, we want to know that either spouse is going to be taken care of if something was to happen to the other. And so we want to have a plan that shows you uh, both together, that shows your retirement together, that is a plan cohesively uh, for the married couple. But then we also want to have the ability to have some flexibility um, or some caveats that will show, well, what happens if uh, spouse A was to pass away? Here's what that will look like for spouse B uh, or vice versa. And so to make sure that you're taken care of, while at the same time, uh, what if something was to happen to you first, Angie? What if something happened to you? We want to make sure that your husband is taken care of too. Uh, there's a lot of scenarios there. And so uh, while we build a plan, we build a roadmap, we also have to have some flexibility in there for different scenarios, uh, just like you're bringing up right now. Final question of the program, and then we're going to open up the five calendar positions, no cost, no obligation, no pressure with elevated financial management. Olympia, location. We have Jeff. Here's the question. I'm 64 years old and I just retired. I have a 403B for my education career. My advisor is suggesting that I convert the 403B to a traditional IRA account with an annuity company. I understand that I would have to always ask my third party if I wanted to withdraw from my 403B. With the IRA, it's more controlled by me. Is this good advice? There are no fees associated with the IRA. Well, hats off to you, Jeff, for um, being willing to consider the annuity. As we've talked about earlier, that's a bad word in a lot of people's minds, and it really shouldn't be. It's just a tool in the tool belt. Um, what I'll say is this, um, depending on what that annuity is going to do for you, um, I've got a number of questions that I'd love to ask you. Um, what, what type of annuity is it? Um, who's the company that the annuity is with? But if that annuity is going to guarantee you income into the future, provide you a level of uh, protection, um, against market risk, those kind of things, uh, then that could be a great move for you. As far as it comes down to uh, asking a third party for withdrawals, um, you know, realistically, that's a really small hurdle to overcome. It's a pretty simple process. You've got total access to the accounts. I, 
I wouldn't let that deter you if the annuity truly makes sense. Uh, the no fees in the IRA, well, there's annuities with no fees as well. So uh, again, some maybe some uh, further detail that would be helpful. But ultimately, if that annuity provides something for you that the IRA does not, and that is beneficial to you, then I would not turn a blind eye to it. All right. Now's the opportunity. Get on the calendar at Elevated Financial Management. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Five spots. Casey, what's going to happen for these five appointments? We're going to go through our retirement readiness review, sit down and talk about that with you, custom tailored just to you and what you're looking for in retirement. With that retirement readiness review, there's five things we're going to consider, and I'm going to hit the highlights for you real quick. First, we're going to talk about income. How reliable is it, is your income? What sources are there? Uh, does it adjust for inflation? Could you add another? We're going to talk about taxes. We all understand the impact taxes can have on our uh, retirement. We're going to talk about investments. Are they appropriate? Are they comfortable? We'll talk about long-term care. One of the biggest costs that can come up in retirement is health care. And then finally, we'll talk about legacy and estate planning, making sure that whatever is left behind passes properly. We have five spots. Call now. Grab one of them. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. 866-668-3625. Get your retirement readiness review at no cost. 866-668-3625. See where you are. Are you ready to retire? Are you ready to go? Do you need some help? Uh, if you've started planning, you need that second opinion, call now. 866-668-3625. One more time, 866-668-3625. Another edition of Elevate Your Wealth is in the books. We'll see you on the radio next week. Advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity offering or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.